Welcome to You Need a Therapist Podcast. I'm your host, Ray. And I'm your host, Kay. Here, you can find two friends chatting away about life's ups and definitely the downs. But let me tell you now, stop putting all that weight on your friend's shoulder. You need some help. Because you're my friend, I don't mind telling you. Friend, you need a therapist. Because life is too complex for me to figure out mine on top of yours. So with that being said, let's kick off this week's episode. Thank you for being a friend. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Travel down and look back again. Hey, so we started from the bottom, now we're here, girl. Oh, yeah. Well, and a confidant. This is my pop right here. Welcome to Union the Therapist Podcast. It's your girl Ray. What's up? It's Kayana. (laughs) (laughs) This week is a very special episode because we have a special guest on here. None other by the name of Elvina Loretta Shaniqua. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to go with. How you doing, Elvina? (laughs) <laughs> I guess I'm good, but hey, I see how this is going to go. I'm here it's gonna for It's going to go it. perfectly fine, friend. This is our relationship. Can, can you please say know. your name? Please say your name, Elvis. What is so your real name? You are. Hold on, hold on. Let me make sure, me make sure I'm talking to my sexy voice. Um, oh, my. <clears throat> no, nah, but for real, though, it's Elvis. Um, most of my friends call me L. Got that. Um, from Raven, for the most part, she was the only one calling me L for years, and then everybody else just, I guess, picked it up. Hey, who wants to say Elvis all the time? <laughs> it's not like an old man name. <laughs> <laughs> it is, honestly, most people know about old white man. <laughs> you want to be known like an old white man? Nah, especially an old white man that died on the shitter. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't want to do that. Um, but we have Elvis here because this week's episode we're gonna be talking about platonic friendships. But before we even get into all that, I want to check everybody's mental health and see how they doing. Know what I mean? So okay, how you doing? You know me over here booling as always. God damn it. <laughs> no i'm good working working my ass off per use um but other than that girl i'm good i'm planning on moving and that's pain in the butt but we here but you you have to make that money Mm, period only good thing anyway i'm good all right (laughs) how you doing elvis hey it is what it is i'm out here across these waters Serving the country, you know. Man, who don't days. serve you? Hey, touche. You win, Young Ray. <laughs> you win, Young Ray. Another episode, <laughs> another day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll 
Yeah. Week three of my six months. So, hey, I'm just in the gym trying to eat right, cleansing myself from a lot of You trying to get sexy? Hey, Don't. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be you trying to, You trying to sex up on them, L? I'm trying to get, get, get in these Speedos this summer. That's Bye. what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's a whole nother story elvis and these goddamn i mean sorry guys i'm working on my curses hey that's hey that's my go-to thing so as i whip myself back in the shape the first beach i hit i hit throw on a speedo oh and a little weenie bikini hey. a weenie bikini a weenie bikini <laughs> so they can see that y'all before like elvis name on here on the <laughs> The recording app was long deep. <laughs> I felt like there was an extra something to it. It, it was, was black of and it was what? I can't remember the other one, but long dick. He about to be showing that thing, that speedo. <laughs> <laughs> Mercy, y'all ain't showing out, man. I don't know anything about his long dick. I don't know nothing about it. <laughs> Let y'all know. <laughs> but all I care, he got a small penis. <laughs> That's all, all you need to know. That's what it is. That is what it is. My short ass dick, <laughs> nigga. Right. Hey, I'll Sorry. Be there. I'm working on my. <laughs> you see, you see how she had energy. Raven has been an angel these last episodes that I've heard. I don't she didn't, I didn't she, say an angel. I, I wouldn't say an angel, but she ain't been this aggressive. It's something about her getting on the phone with me and Nico to bring the little demon out of her. Y'all bring the masculine energy out of me. <laughs> I have to be tough when I'm around y'all. And we're working on that. You we guys. are working on We're that. working on a lot of things to improve for you guys. We know that we cuss way too much. We know that we we a little <laughs> aggressive. So we're working on it. Bear with us. We fixing it. <laughs> I know we not the typical average females who are, oh, it's cute. I just want to be in love. No, which I do. Niggas. But I mean, I want to be in love. But like. <laughs> real niggas need love too. Hey. You sure? Real oh. niggas need, real. if anybody need love, real niggas need love. Hey, That's I ain't talking about that comment. I'm talking about Raymond. <laughs> I want to be in love. I mean. I want to have kids one day. We we're getting into all this because Touché. Touché. you know what I'm saying. I want. I need love. <laughs> I need it. So I mean, the basis of this conversation and why Elvina is here <laughs> is we trying to figure out can opposite sex can opposite sex be platonic friends. And just off that simple question, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Y'all don't know. Okay, okay you go first. Elvis, you go first. I don't care. So for me, I have not. Uh, I do have platonic friendships with the opposite sex. However, it is not the same as like the dynamic that you two have or you and Nico have. Mm-hmm. Um because there's always like this underlying like sexual tension. And even though there's never been like a situation where I kind of put myself out there or the friend has put their self out there, 
there's always something like underlying up under it. And I have like an old coworker that I used to work with that is married and would never cross that, that line, but he would always say certain like comments or things like to, to let me know that if I ever was interested that he would be down, you know? And most times I would ignore it and stuff like that and just brush it off. But there's never been a time where I've just had like a strictly like, even though it was platonic and I would never take it there, the option was there if I wanted it to. And that's how it typically is when it goes with male friends that I have. So. So so with me, um, I have several um, women friends. Um, some of my best friendships are with um, women or whatnot. Um, I grew up in a big family. Uh, my grandma had 15 kids. Um, and I want to say 10 of those were women, like, like were women or whatever. So I grew up in a family full of women and most of my aunts had daughters a lot of daughters. So I even grew up playing with cousins who were females all the time or whatnot. And so I've just, I just know how, I guess that kind of grew into my adult years where I'm able to be around, be around beautiful women and have them as my friend and not look deeper into it. Like I just don't, I know how to be in the company of um, beautiful or smart women and not see uh um I, I i want her i want her for myself or something like that or whatever right and like i said my my i had a best friend she passed away and yeah like me and her had been friends from like eighth grade so even at a young age i was able to be just completely strictly friends or whatever and yeah. do you think that just has to do with how like your upbringing though, like with you just being around all these family members that were females and you kind of learned how to like control the urge because you around females all the time. So you just used to them being like, that's around your homies or like kicking it with your niggas or something like that. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. But I can't, I can't, I can't sit here and say that I haven't succumbed to that um, feeling of um, wanting to date someone that started out as a friendship, but I can honestly say in that situation where um, I ended up dating this young lady, I strictly, I knew from the beginning that I wanted to shoot my shot at her, but I knew that, (laughs) (laughs) I knew that I had to play that role. I had to put myself in position to shoot that shot. Like I knew that, like I knew from the jump that this woman is somebody that I want to date or I want to be with. So I, I like had to play that role with her or whatnot. So that is literally the only situation where I went into something as a friend and it went past the friendship and we made it more or whatever. So can I ask a question real quick before like we get into it? Like, did you make it? clear at the beginning that you had romantic feelings towards her or did you just yeah. play it cool until the time was right yeah she knew she knew out she yeah we flirted with each other all the time like we would flirt with each other all the time it was actually one time we flirted with each other while she was at the de- eating dinner with the dude that she was com- talking to at the time so it was like <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> 
<laughs> but so, so I'll say with that though, like you have to you uh, have to like bring that energy for for people to like throw that at you because if you're not like emitting that type of energy, I don't think someone yeah. okay, people are crazy and they still will shoot their shot, but yeah. like people know when and when not to shoot their shot. And if you make it clear, like, and, and no, like you have no yeah, shot, then exactly you're not going to be like, shooting your shot like that. So you have to give off that energy in order for somebody to bring, bring you that energy to me. Anyway, yeah, I agree. And that was, like I said, that's literally the only situation, any other situation I've kept, kept strictly um, platonic friendship. Um, if they showed any sign of wanting it to be past that, like, I just kind of shut it down and fell back and stopped being friends with them until they could control that, that, that feeling or whatnot. But I never like, and I never ever put anyone in a position to make them feel like it could be more than just a friendship. If I know that they want more than just a friendship type thing, like I know how to, to fall back out the way. So I will say like, for me, like, like you have many female friends. I know I have a lot of male friends, but, and I know a lot of those male friendships have started off, not on my end, I don't think, as like they initially thought I was attractive and wanted to talk to me, but I was a person who always like kept my arm out and was like, no, like we can't take it there or whatever, because I like you as a person, but I don't feel like we need to take it there or whatever. So I've, I have many friendships where they started out as like this initial attraction. And now these people have grown to get married and be in other relationships, but now we have boundaries in our friendship as like, as the time has went on. I don't know. Has that happened for you, Kay? Where you're Mm -mm. still able to be friends with someone where it initially started off as something like either you or them were attracted to you and now it's just a regular friendship, but I don't know if I would even call it. I mean, I call it a friendship because I still feel like I can call on them, but we have boundaries. We don't talk to each other every day or anything like that. I don't know. Yeah. I had that. Uh-huh. I, like I said, most of my male friends and and don't get me wrong i do have male friends like i I have one homie like i said i that's the homie yeah but he has always like i said it's always been there yeah it's always been there and the only reason it has never gone there is because i won't let it yeah (laughs) so and and that's the homie like he'll hit me up we'll talk every blue moon or something like that and one of the main things that I make sure that I do in this situation is that when he calls me, I'm always, how's your family? How's your wife? How's your kids? You know, uh, I make sure that I, I throw that out there to let him know, like setting that, setting that line, like yeah. setting that boundary. Like I always ask like, how your wife doing? How your kids and stuff like that. Just to make sure that, you know, he understands. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, and I feel like it's crazy that people only think that friends can only be platonic, though, if one sex is unattractive. Like, the girl has to be <laughs> ugly in order for them to be platonic friendship. That just fucking blows my mind. Like, at that point, I'm like, no, sis, or 
bro. That's the insecurity of yours. Like, why do one of the other have to be unattractive in order for us to be platonic friends? Because it's easier that way. If one person is not attractive, then you can, if you're not attracted to that person, then of course you're not going to cross that line or it won't be as easy for you to cross that line. You know, it's more palatable for you to be like, oh, they just friends. That's funny. That's funny that you say that because um, every time I go home, every single time I go home, my cousins come out with a little country Mississippi accents like, cool. (laughs) Cuz, come on, cuz. Which one of them girls you talking to, cuz? Cause ain't no way I can be around all them fine women. <laughs> and just be friends cool, with cool. Yeah, like cool. You gotta be lying. You gotta be lying. You smashing one of them. You gotta be. I'm like, nah, man. They just a homie. Because as you know, like all y'all cold. Like every last one of y'all. Like every That's all my friends. Shit right there. Oh, oh. y'all. <laughs> oh, y'all nice. Like, every last one of y'all from y'all two to my friends in Hawaii to um, my homegirl in L.A. Like, I all of, all of my female friends are amazingly beautiful women. And, mm-hmm. like, mental, in, in every aspect, mentally, physically, spiritually. And it's like, like, I'm just able to just have genuine interactions with all of y'all. And that's just how I am. So can we dive into the two of you, y'all friendship a little bit more? Because a lot of people that know you guys don't really understand the dynamic that you guys have. And it's literally like a a big brother, little sister type of bond. But when people from the outside that are familiar with both of you look in, they like, there's no way these two have not cross the line like I really want y'all to kind of like go in depth and kind of explain your relationship with one another first of all we cannot go that deep because Elvina is gay she struck blood first she struck blood first I was gonna say first of all okay you got that wrong it's not big brother little sister it's big brother little brother oh my god and this is what I'm talking about this is how y'all view each other and people do not understand that and even with your other friend Nico like he's included in this like it's the same dynamic that y'all have it's really like a a little family that you guys have built and people don't understand that Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anytime, anytime I introduce Raven to any of my friends or any of my family, she already know what's coming. I always say, "Hey, this is my little brother Raven." <laughs> <laughs> and I introduce her to all my friends, all my family. Unfortunately, <laughs> but like me and Elvis met like eight years ago now on, on through a mutual person. Uh-huh. <laughs> um and we we just ended up keeping our friendship out because it was like it was natural like we ended up going on trips together and like there was never any type of sexual energy between us never I've never felt any sexual energy for Elvis like it just hasn't been that, which it makes it comfortable to be around this person all the time, which is why I'm always like, oh, well, let's go here. Let's go there or whatever. It just felt natural. It doesn't it, I don't have to put on to be something that I'm not. And like I can talk to him about anything. And like like you said, it's, it's like a sibling relationship or whatever. Um, but I've always felt this natural energy around Elvis and like 
like you said previously, it's like a sibling relationship and I don't know. It's just grown into that. Like we're family now. It went from friends to now we're like family. And I don't think our relationship will ever change unless we do get in relationships. Then I know that there are boundaries and where I can't call on Elvis to do certain things. Like I can always call on him, but like I ain't calling on him at fucking one, two o'clock in the morning or like just doing certain shit with him, AKA taking showers in the same. Well, well. <laughs> can we, can we dive into this really quick? Taking showers. Yes. <laughs> I'll let Elvis explain Ooh. that. Okay. <laughs> I know people are like, what the fuck? Before y'all get all bit out of shape, like, huh? Platonic friends taking showers together? It ain't what y'all thinking. It ain't what y'all thinking. <laughs> let me let me let's let's get the air straight. Let's 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 get the air clear. Can you please clear so, it up for the people because we want to know. <laughs> so it was New Year's Eve 2014. December, what, December 31st, 2014. Um, we had Nico and Raven had flown to Germany to uh, hang out for New Year's Eve, and we decided to go to Amsterdam. That's what we brought New Year's in at, is Amsterdam. We spent a couple days in Germany first for, before we came with Amsterdam, and then we went back to Germany and spent a couple more days. But to get to fast forward to Amsterdam, New Year's Eve, um, we allowed some some of Raven friends to stay with us in the um, Airbnb. And they, in return, had some other friends out there who was just out there for the night, for the New Year's Eve night. And they needed a place to take um, to take showers and to change clothes and hang out and stuff like that. So we had a bedroom. We had an Airbnb full of people. So... We ended up needing me and Raven ended up needing to wanting to get get in the, get in the shower and get dressed and everything, before, so we can get out there Airbnb before all of these other people go in there and take up all this space and all this time in there, and then we're left not able to celebrate the night because we didn't get enough time to um do our thing. So the bathroom had two showers. Let's get that clear. Let's get. That clear. <laughs> Let's get that clear. The bathroom had in one in one corner there was a tub with a little shower head, and in the other corner there was a stand up shower. Like there was no us getting under the same shower head. Let me rub your back. Let me get my back. I get your back. It wasn't none of that. She I promise you, if Nico was telling the story, he would tell it as if me and you were under the same shower head. Your penis was on the the nape of my back, and yeah. <laughs> I hey. promise you, that's hey. how Nico would fucking tell and it. Y'all was lathering each other yeah. up and shit. I promise Nico, you, that's how he would tell Nico it. Nico say to this day, Raven know better than getting the shower with me because I'm a real boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that's how it went like she got in one shower i was in the other shower and never at no point did i like 
like turn around and start doing the helicopter in front of her when she gets oh, this. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh my god. I stayed <laughs> I stayed facing the wall, leathering up, showering all that. Stuff. What you say the other day? She seen that shadow though? So the light was directly over the top of me, so it definitely had an undershadow. What shadow mm-hmm. said? <laughs> it was bright as hell in there. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Hey, you yeah, out of you saw the shadow of my tig old bitties or something. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's it's yeah, like that's and that 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 further explains how that further I, I think that further explains our friendship. Like we were in the bathroom with each other naked and never one time and that was like i said that was 2014 all this time has transpired since then has passed that was since only then. like what two years into our friendship yep at that point yep yeah. two years into our friendship it was still fresh our friendship was still fresh but that was like that was two years into our friendship and that was what our second trip together yeah because we went to paris the first time and then the second time y'all came out there and went to amsterdam and to this day, like Elvis or Nico would come visit me and I'll typically have a spare bedroom, but we always somehow end up in the same bed together and fall asleep together because like, why are you sleeping in that bed? Like, we, we cool. Like, like we're not we cuddling we up. We each other, exactly. Except yeah. for that one time when Nico kicked his leg up on you while we were sleeping. Nico was fucking drunk and reminiscing about some other bitch. And I kindly told Nico, get your fucking leg up off of me. <laughs> Nico, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Like, get your leg up off of me. But I love that. I love that. And I, I kind of low-key envy it because anytime that I have a friendship with the man. There's always, like I said, this underlying thing where I expect that they want something more or mm-hmm. they want something else. And that the way that y'all have this authentic ass like friendship, like in another lifetime, y'all were like siblings or some shit. Like, <laughs> and that's what I get. Like, even when y'all say y'all took a shower together, to me in my mind, that's like when you kids and your mama got like two or three kids and she throw all y'all niggas in the tub together because right. she just ain't got time to wash y'all individually. Like, that's what I think about. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what I'm saying. Like it's, I, Oh no, I just, I guess I Raven, Raven probably knows Raven knows more about me than probably my mom, my sister, somebody like that. Raven is probably the closest person to me. Then my first cousin, who is actually like my big sister, that's who I, I call my big sister. So it's like you have to have those people in your life that you can completely trust with everything and you have to keep a line. Like and and there's there's actually like no line to keep because we just have an understanding with each other and she's always there for me and she know I'm always there for her. To say all that, mm-hmm. if I never find a man, Elvis <laughs> will be. The father of my kids. <laughs> and that's it. Elvis does not find a wife. Uh, yeah. I'll put that in there too. If Elvis doesn't find a wife either, mm-hmm. <laughs> he will be the father of my kids. Hey, we going to be in that thing with a cup and a turkey basin. I told you, I basin. got you. I got the turkey basin, Ray. Let, you better be ready. Let, open wide. Yeah. <laughs> 
Elvis goes, the skeet skeet into the motherfucking cup. K got got the turkey baster, gonna suck that shit up. I'm gonna head, bam. <laughs> All right, the the game. You know yep. how they do on the game? Mm-hmm. I got you. You know what I'm saying? And then we're gonna raise a happy family in a healthy environment because don't, none of you niggas know how to act right. Right. I don't know how to act right either. But the point is, <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna get my happy family. <laughs> and that's on period. Yeah. And that's on Mary had a little lamb. Okay. <laughs> Man. Okay. You sure that's just wine in that glass? Uh-huh. You sure that's just wine in that glass? It, it damn sure ain't wine. It's a little, little bub, bubbly. I got that. Oh <laughs> so, can y'all tell me after some after you have sexual intimacy, is it possible to maintain a platonic friendship afterward? Yes. <gasps> yes. So. so, I have a long term friend. I have known this friend for ten plus years now. I want to say about 10, 11 years now. Um, but um, me and this friend have legit just been friends, but we have sex. We have the best sexual chemistry. When I'm in town, hit him up, yo, in your city. Like we hang out, we go eat, we do all the stuff that friends would normally do. Mm-hmm. But we just have sex. And that's always been that. We can have relationships. If we have relationships, we respect that. You know, if I'm dealing with somebody, we'll still kick it, hang out, but we just don't sleep with each other and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are legitimately friends. Like my, maybe like two birthdays ago, like we hung out, we did whatever we did, but he's my friend. Like, and that's that. Like, I, we just have this connection and I'm sure most people don't understand that it's just strictly like a friend thing. It's not like a friend with, well, I guess it is a friend with benefit, but I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just our dynamic. Like, so with that said, because y'all are just friends during those moments, and I know mm-hmm. y'all said y'all respect each other's relationship. Mm-hmm. Can you bring each other around each other's like significant other? Or does that get weird? <sighs> It's never happened. So I can't say for me personally, if he said that, hey, this is my girl. I'm in love with her uh, because you're my friend. I want you to meet her. I would do it. I would meet her. Would I probably feel awkward? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. But the same goes like if I get married and I decide to have like a big thing, like Mm -hmm. I would want him to be there because he's my friend. Okay. I would let whoever my partner is know the dynamic of our relationship before because I feel like that's just disrespectful to have right. somebody that you slept around without them knowing, you know, and make sure right. that he's comfortable with it. But this is my dude. Like, I will ride or die for this dude because that's my friend. Like, but I, if it made my partner uncomfortable, then of course I wouldn't, you know, I would let him know, like, you can't be here for that. Okay. But, you know, um, but I yeah. saw Elvis' eyebrows go up. I need to hear his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my eyebrows went up when she said if she was ever getting married, yes, yeah, she would want him to be there. I was gonna say, 
I was gonna say, uh, I, see, me personally, I wouldn't have an issue with him being there, but I'm not like the average man either. Like mm-hmm. the male ego, the I say all the time, the male ego is the absolute most fragile thing in the world. It is so like, fragile. It yeah, is like the male <laughs> ego is much more sensitive than any emotional woman can ever be, and I um will say that that man has to be very secure in his in himself to be able to put up that in which I wouldn't have an issue with like I feel like your past is your past and I'm comfortable in any situation that you put me in because I'm secure with myself and I'm secure with what I've shown you at that point so yeah but I um I do think that you can have a certain level of intimacy with someone and then just be platonic friends after that because I have had that situation before I it's, it was I mean this one young lady we gave each other head and that was that <laughs> that was that. <laughs> But at that point, you can't really call it a platonic friendship, though. At yeah. that point, it's more than just a platonic friendship. Yeah, like, it only happened one time. It like it ain't like we was giving each other head all the time. It happened one time, yeah. and we went back to being, I guess, friends after that. And I, I like, like I say, about six months later, I was talking to somebody, and um, she came to my going away party, and I introduced them, and everything. Ooh. Like, you got me fucked up. But I'm saying, like, at that point, even though y'all are still friends and y'all have had sex and been intimate, it's no longer platonic. It's something more than that because you have become intimate. Y'all homies. Y'all have a good friendship and y'all have this foundation, but it's a level above a platonic friend, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And we never, (laughs) ever, we never, ever seeked out that moment with each other again really like although we did hang out with each other and especially in intimate sessions we was hang, we hung out with each other all the time we go to clubs together everything but uh we never seeked out that 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 experience again with each other but see for me it's like well if like it never was y'all never like sought deeper into it but like if the right moment was there you probably would and so that's how for me in my head like I couldn't call it just a friendship, like past that point. Cause like it's y'all been sexual with each other. Y'all are definitely attracted to each other or whatever on that sense. And if the moment was right, y'all probably would, especially being that the friendship is there, you know? So you put the friendship on there with the sexual intimacy. Mm, That's the perfect, perfect combo. Like, The moment is right. It might it might last. Uh, I don't know. So one thing I want to ask you guys is when you do find someone and you start dating, how does your significant other react to you having a best friend that is of the opposite sex that is attractive? You know, because it's one thing if you have a best friend that look like, okay he ain't got shit on me or she ain't got shit on me or something right. like it's that. Right, it's more palatable when the other party is unattractive <laughs> and they're when, like, oh, okay, y'all just friends. When the friend is attractive, mm-hmm. how how does that work with, well, with y'all with dating? I've had several. 
I've had several. I wish y'all could see Raven right now. She just bucked up for whatever reason. She just puffed up like a little puffer fish. Right? Because, because is up. I've had several um, <laughs> women to be kind of jealous of Raven and I's friendship. Um, Ain't no need. I don't want that nigga. Um, <laughs> exactly. Right? He's a well, good Raven, nigga, but I want him. I want my own. Not him. <laughs> yeah, I've had I've had situations where I was constantly questioned about my friendship with her, and the um um I had I even was in one relationship where anytime I brought up Raven's name or any kind of conversation that me and Raven had had, like she'd rudely change the subject. Like she'd be like, "Oh, okay," and then go straight into something else. And completely ignore the fact that I um, was speaking on that. And that, for me, is a sign of insecurity. And I am the absolute worst person to, I guess, be involved with someone that has a, um, a, 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 um, a insecurity on that level, per se, because I'm not, I haven't, I haven't been the most affectionate person or the most um sensitive person to other people's emotions per se because of the way I, I grew up and losing my dad at such a young age and then having to deal with so much other things after my dad passing so at, a, at that phase in my life before I went through my um my mental growth phase um I wasn't the most um nurturing person to to sensitivities of um, um insecurity whatnot so I didn't handle those situations well, and of course they 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 um it was a couple situations where people the young lady was jealous of Raven or any of my other female friends that would come out to see me and stuff like that. Well, that's one thing that I think you hit on is that it is more of the woman that you're dealing with issue and her being mm-hmm. insecure mm-hmm. because when you dating someone, you kind of have to take on what they already have. And if they can't take the fact that you have a female best friend, like that's their own shit. They need to deal with that. (laughs) It has nothing to do with you or Raven's friendship. If you explain that this is what it is, it's never gone beyond this. This is my family. And they can't, that's like them not being able to accept your mom or your cousins or anything else when you explain it to them in that way. And if they can't accept that, then like you don't need to be here. And Raven can attest, like, Raven can attest, like, it'd be several situations to where I'm like, I like they FaceTime me while me and Raven was on the phone. And I purposely answered my first FaceTime from my phone and have Raven on my computer. On FaceTime. Let them feel comfortable to let them know and it's before, not any like secrecy or anything. Yeah, and before I hang up with Raven, I'd answer the phone with her and I'd speak to her and I'd be like, oh, I was just chilling. I was talking to Raven C and then Raven be like, hey, how you doing? This and that, blah, blah, blah. And But you shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. Like, but, but me as a man, yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't have to do that. But me as the man that I am, I feel the need to do that because I want to do that because I want my woman to be secure in the fact and yeah and comfortable in the fact that when I don't do that she already know that I got her and I'm holding her down so right. that basically so that's why I go out I go out of the way to do extra stuff that don't need to happen 
beforehand before it get to the point to where they're in a spot and I feel like I have to do this to keep them out of that spot. Yeah. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Like I take a lot of preventive measures basically. And if I was dating someone who had a female best friend, that would add that extra layer of security to let me yeah. know, okay, this sure. truly is just a friend. Like yeah. if he's putting me around her and making me feel comfortable around her and like that to me is perfect. Like, yeah. yeah. Not hidden. What about you, Ray? Do you have like a similar situation with the guys that you may date? Having two, you don't just have one male best friend. You have two. <laughs> when I tell you, these some strong personality motherfuckers. Yeah. Especially these ain't that no, other one who ain't here. The other one, we gonna have them here. But <laughs> these are these are my friends are freaking alpha males like. Very protective over you. So any man that gets out of hand with me, good luck. (laughs) We know, we know, we know Ray is physically a little demon. We know that. We know that, that her appearance is very rah-rah. I'm a Leo, hear me roar. But we also know that... She got that little, that little, that little soft ass sensitive person on inside of her, and we try to protect that person because we know the type of niggas we've been to women. Which is why I love having male friends because it's like, nah, I got the inside. I know. Don't try to play me. I got the inside. But no, I've dated, I've dated men. I don't date often, but when I do, anyway. <laughs> I've dated a man who, like, I was basically, like, trying to, what Elvis was doing, taking preventative measures, and was like, oh, I want to introduce you to them one day, or something like that. And he, mm-hmm. that nigga straight up said, uh, I want to meet them niggas. What? Okay, now you're being disrespectful, and you have to go. He went. He left. <laughs> I was not putting up with that. Like, these are my friends. Like, you can't. Mm-hmm. They will be, when you are not there, they will be there. Yes. So I I just couldn't fathom being with someone who wasn't accepting of my friendships with people. However, I do understand that there needs to be boundaries with my male friends or even any of my friends when mm-hmm. I'm in a relationship. Like... I feel like that just goes into like when you're just being in relationships, you you create boundaries with people now. Your family, your friends, like things are just different naturally, like mm-hmm. they are. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't have too many stories with that happening because I don't really go too deep. <laughs> but that's just one instance where I was trying to make him feel comfortable and he was like, eh, I don't, I don't really care to meet them niggas. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, this is not going to work then. <laughs> you got to go. <laughs> like, I'm trying to make you comfortable. I'm like, not hiding them from you. These are literally like my brothers. Like, we go on trips every, well, for the past two years, we haven't, but whatever. COVID. <laughs> COVID. We literally go on trips every year. And like, this isn't something I want to stop once I get in a relationship. But I, however, I do want my spouse or whoever I'm with to be comfortable enough to be like, okay, she's going on a trip with her friends, not she's going on a trip with two dudes. 
Yeah. You know, so when that happens, because the day is going to happen, you're going to find you a man. And this is like y'all thing. Y'all travel, like we travel, we go places. You and Nico, Elvis, y'all been all over the world with each other. Mm -hmm. When this happens, the day that you get into a relationship, do you bring your partner along? Do you leave him at the house? Like, how does that work? If it's a thing where we all have significant others and we make it just like a couple's trip, then cool, yes. But I'm not mm-hmm. bringing my spouse along if they're not bringing their spouse along because then it just becomes awkward. I've been in those situations where you're the fucking third wheel. I, that's uncomfortable where yeah. they all like all together. It's like, well, y'all should have just took a honeymoon trip on your own if y'all want to be together <laughs> or whatever. But like this is, I'm a firm believer of you need to have your identity outside of your relationship and not saying that you have to be a different person outside of your relationship, but you are a different person when like you, I'm sure Elvis is a different person when he's with his girl versus when he's with his home, his homies, you know, Mm -hmm. like he's a nigga when he's with his homies and he's, he's a, he's a caring human being with his, when he's with his girl or whatever. Not saying that. Okay, oh, Karen, nigga. Okay, whatever you want to call it. Because anyway. I'm still a nigga with her too. <laughs> right. Valid. Like you should be the same person throughout, yeah. but like you still are a different person when you're with your homies versus when yeah. you're in the relationship or whatever. Yeah. So you need those moments where you can just escape and just be with your friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't do hood rat shit with your friends. That. Yes. <laughs> I forgot the point that I was getting at because I was digging so deep into that. It's okay, friend. It's okay. okay. (laughs) Having personalities, having having their own personality. Yeah. So, like, if you can't, if you're not comfortable with that, then I don't know. I agree. I agree. I I I had I thought I had the perfect young lady at one point, but we just we nobody's perfect. Yeah, like I, I thought she was perfect to be until I realized she didn't have her own identity and she just wanted to do everything that I wanted to do. And she wanted me to accept that. And I couldn't accept it because I felt what smothered. What kind you like? Yeah, basically, <laughs> I, felt, I felt smothered because she wanted to do everything I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. And she thought she needed to be included in every single thing I did, including no. with my friends. Nope. Mm-mm. So. Yeah. Whatever kind you like, but yeah, I definitely I'm 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 I, I I'm strong. I feel strongly about that, like dating someone that has their own identity outside of me. Yeah, like you you end up smothering each other if you don't. Like yeah. I'm gonna get tired of you. I get tired of my own friends. Mm-hmm. So then, yes. get tired of my own self. Yes, you do. Me too. <laughs> so if I'm with a significant other and we live together and we're always under each other, Mm-mm. it's not going to last too long. It is not going to last at all because mm-hmm. I need to break away from you. So Elvis, because the people always hear from us all the time about our little tips and everything. Mm-hmm. I want you to give some tips and how to maneuver when you're dating or just how to maneuver period in and trying to have platonic friendships like whether you have a significant other and you're trying to be platonic friends or like you're both of y'all are in a relationships and um so what are some tips that you think you could give all right so <clears throat> let me come <clears> throat> 
Nigga, bye. We're going to call this the Derek Jackson segment of the show. Oh, oh my God. You're going to have to add some violins or something for this nigga. Oh, nah, nah, I say that because I say that because I told Nico, I told Nico, um, I said, Kay and Raven want me on the show to um, talk about um, platonic friendships. And he said, What the hell are you going to talk about? He was like, I, I can speak on platonic friendships too. And then he was no, like, Nah. That's what he said. He's like, no, nah, you're right. He's like, they did the right thing. They did the right thing by asking you. I was like, yeah, you already know I'm going to get on that thing and Derek Jackson it up. <laughs> no, but for real, though, I ain't going to be on no Derek Jackson stuff. I'm just going to speak from my my um, my experience with it. And That's how, how we ever do. And how I interact with it. Like, I let, I let any lady I'm pursuing know that I spend a lot of time talking to um, my friends and in particular, um, being that I have so many, my female friends or whatnot, especially um, Raven. Um, I talk to Tina a whole lot. I talk to Darlene a lot um, because that I met them in Hawaii and we were both, and when I met them two in Hawaii, Tina and Darlene, we were all three at a transition in life and we met each other at the perfect time and we took like this super dope zen vacation to one of the other hawaiian islands and we we had a two-story airbnb on a mango farm with the most amazing sunsets and we spent we spent three days in the in like straight greenery on a mango farm with fruit everywhere we could go pick off the tree and we just spent three days there hanging out in their Airbnb, going to the beach and watching the sunset every night. And so they became like my next, like best things in life, Tina and Darlene um, behind Raven type thing or whatever. And so um, with my experience with dating and having so many platonic friendships with, with uh, amazingly beautiful women, um, I just basically keep everything in the open from the beginning like i tell the complete honest truth about every single thing i involve them in conversations that i have with my friends per se i, I talk to them about some things i talk to about with my friends and like i said whenever they call me and i'm talking to my friends i make sure i answer on another device and show them that I'm talking to my friends per se and give my friends the opportunity to say, Hey, I've, I've um, heard about you, this and that, blah, blah, whatever they want to say. Like I just make, I make sure there's no gray area um, because you never want to be in a position where you have to defend yourself. And now you're trying to do all this extra, extra stuff to show that it is what you say it is. So I like, I'm, I'm more of a show Show, I, I like to show people that everything is good versus then sitting here telling them, oh, everything's good. You don't have to worry about this, all that, blah, blah, blah. So I show them that everything is good instead of just trying to persuade them that they can believe me and they can trust me. Right. And that's that's it's worked for me, like except for that one situation where um, she just couldn't get over the fact that I, I, I interact with my fem uh, female friends so much. Um, it's worked for me so far. I haven't had any situations, those situations where they didn't believe me or they, they felt like it was more between me and Raven or anything like that outside of that one situation. 
And that and bitch I'm, was just nuts. Who, 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 can you say that <laughs> I didn't? I promise you I didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you said it because now I don't look like the bitter bitch, but whatever. <laughs> nah, man. Like, I tell, I tell everybody straight from the gate that, hey, you just have to be honest with people. You never ever, you have to tell people everything from the jump. Like, I think you never want to be the last person yeah. in the room to know. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I've, I've done it before and it, it sucked. It sucked. It sucked after I hit that, after I hit that growth phase in, at, at, when I was in Hawaii and I realized the things that I did um, to emotionally damage people. I never, ever want to be that person again that takes away a person's opportunity to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Like that is the absolute most important thing when you're being when you're involved with someone and you're trying to get them to trust you and all that stuff like that you want to make it known your relationship with your platonic friend or whatever because you have to bring them in on it as well and let them see your relationship because if you don't you're taking away that person's opportunity to make a sound decision on if this is something they want to um be involved with that's a word like you really that was a word and that that applies to so many different situations where give me the option to be able to decide whether or not I want to be involved with this, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, and that is very important. Yeah. Don't take it away from me. Yep. Don't take it away. All right. Well, thank you, Elvis, for them helpful tips. I don't need them because, you know, I'm a new in it. <laughs> but anyway, well, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Thank you, Elvis, for joining us. Uh, thank you so much, El. Hey, I'm y'all sure know y'all know I'm Team Raiden K right now. I'm I'm all hey. for it. I'm all for it. I've been in y'all corner since day one. Since y'all told me that y'all want to do it, I made sure I made moves to make sure y'all stick to this. I appreciate that in the beginning because I. Have been on. I'm, I'm grateful for Kayana mm-hmm. getting you <laughs> to do something that <laughs> it takes I'm a gra- team and sticking to it. Like I'm grateful for Kayana getting something together and getting you to stick to it. I love you, Kayana, for that. I've it been takes trying. a team. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for it. I'm y'all biggest fans rooting for y'all. Even when even though I'm off social media for a moment. I'm still Take a break. Take your time. Yeah. It ain't shit on there no way. That's an episode (laughs) folks. But yes, thank you for joining us. I appreciate all of your support and everything that you've done for us. Because it, it truly does take a team. Like this, this wouldn't be happening without the three of us right now. Like, it really would not. <laughs> like it's literally taken all three of us to make this happen. But I'm excited, and I've been excited since y'all told me this in October. I think I was, I think I was more excited than y'all thinking of doing the idea. All I know is that when I came home and it was some mics on my porch, and I was like, "Oh shit, we really got to do this now!" Like <laughs> exactly, this the point. There's a lot of mics. Like, hey, I, I did that with that sole intention. With that sole <laughs> intention, when Raven said, "Me and Kayana is thinking about doing X," I put, I jumped on Amazon. No, I jumped on YouTube <laughs> first and researched 
the best microphones without having a full podcast set up. And I got y'all the best microphones for what y'all were trying to do. Nigga, I don't even think the, the thought had set deeply into my head before the mic was at my goddamn door. We exactly. were just saying, bitch, you want to do a podcast? It was like, here the mics. <laughs> exactly, because I know, I know, I know, I know y'all's dynamics. I know how y'all interact with each other. And I personally get a kick out of FaceTiming y'all twice a week <laughs> to hear y'all talk shit to each other and to me. So I could only imagine what the world could get out of it if I'm getting so much out of y'all just interacting naturally. Right. So well, I'm here I hope for people it. have enjoyed it, even though, like I said, we do curse a lot, but it's because we have a lot of masculine energy, which we're going to take a whole episode and talk about us and tapping into our, our feminine energy and being, being a true woman. In her also, essence. y'all have to realize we in the military, we work around men, all the time so we have to stand up for ourselves we have to cuss these niggas out because Period. if not they will run all over you so this is just but, the way that we speak Sorry. but being in the military being <laughs> raised in single uh single parent household, household where mm-hmm. your mom had to be the man and the woman in the household we got some growth we working we are work in progress tap, tap, tap in. Tap, tap, okay tap, tap. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, anything else, friend, for this? No, week? that'll be all. Thank you again, L. We appreciate you. Thank Anytime. you. Anytime. Thank y'all for having me. I'm honored. Yes. Well, see y'all. What is this gonna? I'm not gonna say that. Anyway, we'll <laughs> see y'all when we see y'all. So, yeah, bye. Bye. Y'all be easy. <laughs>